Welcome to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. Each week, Michael uses his coaching expertise to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Michael is a professional certified leadership, business, and life coach, serving as president of Professional Coach University, executive director of New Normal Coaching, and the lead pastor at Northwest Church. To learn more, visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. Partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Here's Michael. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm your host, Michael Smith, and I'm here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. It's such a pleasure to have you listening in today as we have a conversation about coaching and spiritual formation. So what we're going to look at in this episode is a glimpse of what is professional coaching. We're going to look at the idea of spiritual formation and then bring this together. I like to describe that in many ways. Maybe you could call it a coaching approach to discipleship. Uh, So we're going to talk about that topic today. So coaching and spiritual formation. So to frame the conversation, I'm starting with an idea of what coaching is all about. Sometimes people hire coaches because they're looking to solve a problem or discover an answer. And oftentimes that happens through coaching that problems are solved and answers are discovered. But coaching is actually about the client or the person that's being coached. I'll call them the client. Coaching is about client awareness discovery, and choice. So think about coaching as about learning, awareness, discovery, choice. It's not so much about solving problems and giving answers. Rather, here's here's how coaching sort of works. In a coaching conversation, if a coach can help a client discover something, become aware of something, tap into their own resourcefulness and capacities, then in a coaching conversation, you may not totally solve an issue, but you might prepare a client, position a client, focus a client in a direction that through their resourcefulness, in between times that you coach them, they can accomplish some of the goals that they've set their mind to. And if they can learn, the client can learn and grow, then we've had successful coaching. So I want you to think about coaching being about awareness, discovery, and choice. So let's take a look at spiritual formation. So spiritual formation, I'm going to give you just a a rich definition of spiritual formation. I actually created this definition myself doing my doctoral research. So if you want to hear this again, you can listen to the podcast, pause it, rewind it. But let me share it with you. Spiritual formation is the ongoing response to the triune God shaping the believer's life and character into the likeness of Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit to reflect God's character in fulfillment of God's mission as we glorify the Father. A lot of words there. The highlights of what is spiritual formation is, one, it's an ongoing process of development. It's God shaping us into his character. It's God shaping us through the power of his Spirit. And what he's shaping us Uh, to become are people that fulfill his mission and people that glorify the Father. So you think about what is coaching and what is spiritual formation. The question is, how does this come together? 
Well, I'll give you a definition of coaching so we can just frame our thinking today. Coaching is what I would describe as a question-based leadership discipline. And it, it's a partnership with another person in a creative process. That process is a process of self-discovery and learning on their journey to maximize their potential. This is what coaching is all about. It's about a creative process of discovery and learning to maximize potential. So when I think about these definitions, what is coaching? What is spiritual formation? Well, there's an author, the authors wrote, wrote a book together, Blackaby and Royal, and here's how they describe what spiritual coaching is. So hear this. Spiritual coaching is spirit-led use of prayer, scripture, and coaching skills to invite awareness of the activity of God and to help people align their life and those they lead with God's purpose. So if you think about this idea that coaching and the spiritual formation kind of coming together, it's about this process of discovering the truth of, of God's Word. It's this process of accessing everything about God and in a, a surrendering to Him to form us and to shape us. And the idea is that we would reach the potential in our life that God has for us. So to break it down maybe just a little further, I want you to think about a description that I would call a coaching approach to discipleship. And this is what we're talking about today. If you're listening in, we're talking about coaching and spiritual formation, this convergence. Well, a coach approach to discipleship is, bottom line, it's partnering with a disciple to discover God's plan and, and biblical truth. So it's a, it's a deep partnership. There's a high relational element to discipleship coaching. So it's, it's what you would consider a coach approach to discipleship is a collaborative work that informs a disciple's spiritual maturity. It informs a disciple's thinking. It informs a disciple's actions and interactions with, with other people. So think about a coach approach to discipleship as a true collaborative partnership. And here's the deal. It's for the benefit of the one being discipled. When you are discipling someone else, the benefit is always for that disciple. Uh, Richard Blackaby said that spiritual coaching is primarily about God and his purposes, not the client's desires. We're going to talk about that a little bit later when, in just a few minutes when we contrast coaching and discipleship, just to understand that they're not different, but we'll talk about how they merge together. But in a, a true coaching conversation, what happens is we center the conversation around all of the desires of the client. What is the dream? What is the desire? What is the hope that a client has? And they hire a coach so they can reach that, that potential. They can attain that dream. Well, when we offer spiritual coaching, a coaching approach to discipleship, a, a coaching in spiritual formation, it's not so much about only what the client wants. In fact, it's about God and God's purposes in that client. It makes me think of a scripture from the Proverbs. Proverbs 19.21 says, Many are the plans in, a man, in the mind of a man, but the purpose of the Lord will stand. What this thought 
communicates is that we have all kinds of thoughts and ideas and aspirations as members of the human race, humankind, individually. We have all of these aspirations. They could be spiritual aspirations. They could be professional aspirations, economic aspirations. We just have these ideas and hopes and dreams and plans that are in our heart. We have a a way to do things. Ultimately, what's greater than our desires is is God's purpose. So God God's purpose will be established throughout this earth. Now we may or may not participate in that. It may or may not be seen in our lifetime all of God's purpose. But what we know is that our plans and our activity and our movement happens. But what we learn from the Proverbs is God's purpose is greater than our plan. And so when we are coaching someone in their spiritual life, what we're learning to do is to take the perspective off of only our dreams and to fix our eyes on Jesus, to look at God's purpose and his desires and the things that he would accomplish. When I think about this thought of discipleship, there's two key words that I'll begin to talk about, and the two words are discovery and alignment. When I think about discovery, oftentimes the church has has leveraged what I call a tell-and-be-told model of discipleship. Here, here's what that means. Maybe a pastor preaches a sermon. So after sharing, telling, and the fact that it's been told, the feeling is discipleship has occurred. Or maybe you think of it like this. Maybe you're at a church that does a Sunday school class or an educational hour, and after the content is delivered, we feel like discipleship has happened. Or maybe you're in a small group, and when the curriculum is done or the conversation that night is done, we feel like discipleship has happened. And we use a tell-and-be-told model. But what's interesting is I've seen people hear many sermons, attend Sunday school classes, and go to small groups, and yet— don't reflect they don't necessarily always reflect Christ in their their actions. I think rather than leveraging a tell and be told model, what we should use is what I call a no, K N O W, a no and be known model. Where the idea is not just can I tell information so it can be heard? Can I actually help someone know God, understand who he is, explore the truths of God? through prayer, conversation, study of the Word, and then promote the vulnerability to be known by God. Lord, search my heart. Know know my heart. Know my way. See if there's anything grievous inside of me. These are two different approaches to discovery, a telling model and a knowing model. The question is, how do you discover from God. So when we come back from break in just a moment, I'm going to continue this conversation as we talk about this discovery and alignment with discipleship. We'll keep the conversation alive about coaching and spiritual formation. We're going to get into the difference between coaching and discipleship. I'm going to talk a little bit about how neuroscience interacts with a coaching approach to discipleship. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that. It's going to link all of this together. So I'm going to talk a little bit more after break about coaching and spiritual formation. You're listening now to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm Michael Smith here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. And you're listening now to AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. 
And we're back. Thank you for staying tuned to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm your host, Michael Smith, here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Hey, today we're having a conversation about coaching and spiritual formation, and we're talking right now about discipleship. And right before the break, we talked about uh, one of the two words. We talked about discovery, and and there's kind of two ways that, that we explore discovery, a tell-and-be-told model or a know-and-be-known model. Well, I want to talk about the other word here as we get into the second half of the show, not just discovery, but alignment. So discipleship is about two words, discovery and alignment. So we, we know there's a discovery of the truth, but there has to be an alignment that that applies. There has to be a practicing of that truth, a, a way that we become followers of Jesus, not just knowledgeable of, but followers of, where we are faithfully growing and maturing in the Lord. So think of discipleship like this. It's about discovering the truth of God's word, his will, his way. But it's also about alignment, aligning our behaviors with our belief. So we might agree with our head that the truth that God communicates is real. What we're asking is not just do you believe what Jesus says, but do you behave what Jesus says? And this is what a discipleship coach helps you do. Just quickly, I want to talk about the difference between coaching as a profession and discipleship, this calling, ministry calling. Coaching is always centered around a client, where discipleship is centered around Jesus. Like, this is a huge element. We could take a coaching approach to discipleship, but the focus in discipleship should be on Jesus. Both in coaching and discipleship, we work around gaps. So uh, in, in, in coaching, it's a gap between where you are and where you're going. Think of the gap in discipleship as between the discovered truth of God's word and how you're currently behaving. So aligning that truth, that's the gap. So in coaching, it's about discovery and awareness through the lens of yourself. In discipleship, it's about discovery and awareness. But we're looking at this through the lens of Christ. What does he want me to discover? What do I need to be aware of? What can Christ tell me? Coaching is an action-oriented discipline where discipleship is a worship-oriented. The action is an action that honors God. So just one other uh, thought about this is coaching relies on the person being coached as the expert, whereas discipleship relies on the person that's being discipled, the disciple-maker, and, of course, on God. Now, I want to just introduce this idea of neuroscience for a second, and I'm not going to do a lot of teaching on this. I actually could probably do a couple episodes on this. I've done some research here. But keep in mind that the mind is is where everything uh, happens or it's controlled. Everything is controlled through the mind. I mean, I'm talking about from our heartbeat to our breathing to our sleeping to our walking, sexual desires, appetites, moods, thoughts, memories, decisions, like everything that happens in our life somehow has a connection to the brain. Now, when the brain works, neuroscience explains, I think it's the basal ganglia, uh, it kind of oversees this function of what is known as if-then coding. In other words, if something happens, a stimulus occurs, then a response will, will ensue. 
And in life, we operate, the brain operates through if-then coding. So if you have a bad day at work, then maybe you take out your anger at your house or maybe you make some decisions that are poor or inappropriate. What we want to do in discipleship is think about what access do we have to changing the if-then coding. As we discover God's truth, we realize that sometimes the behaviors that we have— we want to change. I think Paul said that. There's things I want to do, but I don't do it. There's things I don't want to do, but yet I'm guilty of doing those things. He needed to change his behavior. Things would happen naturally. So what happens, here's what's interesting about neuroscience. Many neuroscientists believe that you don't disconnect connections in the brain or the if-then codes. What you need to do is develop a stronger connection in the brain that becomes more dominant than the old code. So to begin thinking, if I look forward to sometime having a bad day at work, my behavior that I would prefer would be, and then you explain that, and then you prepare yourself to practice that. And over time, you hope that you can develop a habit. There's a whole way to develop habits. And we hope that that becomes a deeper connection in your brain. What's interesting is God said that we should, re, we should grow through the renewing of our mind. And I can't help but think that this is the type of thing that God created our brains to do, and he's saying to us that there's a way that you can rewire your brain through the spiritual interaction. But here's the deal. God says he can help you. He can do work. He can form you. He can shape you. It says in Jeremiah, like the clay in the potter's hand, so you are in my hand. So what I want us to think about as I put spiritual formation and coaching together is what we're doing is we are tapping into God's creative nature. And here's what I mean. So, you know, sometimes on the weekends, I'll make homemade pizza with my kids and I'll I'll gather all of the ingredients. I'll gather sometimes even dough from scratch, but I'll gather the dough and the pizza sauce and the peppers and the vegetables and the meats and all these, you know, the seasonings. And I put it all together and I make a pizza. Well, God, in a sense, he spoke uh, creation. He created everything without any I'll use the word ingredients, without anything in his hand. He didn't take the pile of vegetables and meat to make a pizza. He didn't take things to make the world. He spoke it. He created it. What's interesting is in 2 Corinthians, what God says through Paul as he writes is that he doesn't repair our broken life. He actually forms us as new creations. So God taps into his creative nature, and he says, the old is gone, the new has come. So we are transformed. As we're transformed, we have to renew our mind. We have to learn to align our behavior with this new identity, with this new belief. And so thinking about the idea, here's how a discipleship coach helps a disciple. It's kind of based on Matthew chapter 4, verse 19, where, where Jesus said, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. Here's the idea, and this is what discipleship is all about. Here's the fact that, that, that Christ is the one that makes us. He's, you know, God forms us. He shapes us, positions us into who he wants us to be. To fishermen, he said, I'll take who you are as fishermen and let you behave that way and fish for people. I don't know what he would say to you with however he's formed you. He's going to use who he's formed you to be to serve his mission. 
his purpose. But how does that happen? How can we get into a position that God would do that for us? Well, it's at the beginning of Matthew 4, 19. Jesus said, follow me, follow me. What he's saying is align your behavior with the truth I've given you. Take what you now believe as a new believer, a new follower, and apply it by practice. See, discipleship is not just doing things differently. Discipleship is not even doing different things, although we will do things differently and likely we will do different things. But the idea of discipleship is that we would be different. It's having a new identity. So if you think about coaching, about discovery, about awareness, we discover biblical truth, but it's also about choice. It's about the choice to align our behaviors and our actions with discovered biblical truth. The difference between coaching and discipleship coaching is where the focus lies. The focus of uh, coaching is in the access and capabilities of the client, where the focus of discipleship is relating to the access and capabilities of an unlimited, all-powerful God. So as a coach, what you want to do is partner with disciples. As you make disciples, you're partnering with them to discover the truth of God's word. You're partnering with disciples to align their behavior with what they're learning, with, with discovered biblical truth, and keeping in mind that it's all about them growing in Christ. You know, you might want to be discipled right now, or you might want to become a discipleship coach. And, and I, if you're interested in that, I want you to go to yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. First thing you could do is complete a coaching readiness questionnaire, or you could just reach out and contact me directly. Uh, contact us. We'd love to talk with you about receiving discipleship coaching or maybe even becoming a discipleship coach yourself. We'd love to partner with you in all of your life and your business, but especially your spiritual life. So visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. Make sure you follow our show here on the radio and you follow our podcast and your favorite podcast platform. But today I want to say thank you for listening to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Today's show has been brought to you by Professional Coach University. Maximize your potential at Professional Coach University, where you can become a certified coach or invest in your personal development opportunities. Just visit ProfessionalCoachUniversity.com to learn more and sign up for their email list. Hey, it's been my pleasure to be with you. I thank you once again for listening to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I want to remind you that I am for you, and God is for you. Importantly, if God is for you, who could be against you? As always, thank you for listening to Your Discipleship Coach on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Thank you for listening today to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. We hope you feel encouraged to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Be sure to follow Michael and Your Discipleship Coach on social media. You'll find the links at yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. And while you're there, you can click the Give Now button to support this show and to provide scholarships to pastors and Christian leaders to receive coaching. To learn more, visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. That's yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. 
partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life.